Welcome, everybody. This is Todd the Wild Podcast. We're your host, Ken and Derek. All right, let's get started. Monday Night Football just ended. The Packers took it to the Rams. 24-12. There really wasn't much competition in this game. I actually enjoyed the Manning show more than I enjoyed the game. But... Yeah, it was a pretty bad game. I mean, even even from a fantasy perspective, if you needed points, if you were looking for a miracle on Monday night, you definitely didn't get it. Like nobody had a nobody had a standout game, a standout performance, and uh, yeah, and on top of that, it was you know it's pretty boring. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Jones still had ninety yards. If you got like a you know, points per rush, points per whenever they touch the ball. He did have 17 carries. Aaron Rodgers still threw for a little bit over 200. But anyone thinking that Baker was going to look any different than he did in Carolina, all because of his performance, the last time you saw him on primetime, think again. Because we did see more of the the old Baker out there, and, you know, maybe it was just because the Rams were just trash. But the yeah. Packers are showing that they're they're coming up with a, a different game plan rather than sticking it in Aaron Rodgers' hands 100% of the time. Saw them run the ball an awful lot. I mean, are we really going to act like, like they're in the playoff race, though? Like I know, I know we're supposed to. I know they're supposed to. Oh, mathematically, you know, they got twelve percent chance. No, the fuck they don't. They don't have a chance to make the playoffs. Hang it up. If you're a Packer fan, it's time. It's been time to hang it up. Like I know there's teams that are gonna get in most likely with a losing record, but the Packers are not one of those teams, and it's looking like the Lions is gonna be one of those teams. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's one of those teams that I, I'm i pretty sure there's a lot of teams in the NFC that don't want to see the Lions right now. I know as a fan, I don't want to see the Lions. You know, I think their, their offense is, is on fire right now. So I'd rather see the Lions than – or I'd rather see, I guess, the Vikings – than then see the rain, uh, the, the lines right now, and you know they're 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 edging right in there. They're they're right there in the bubble with with Seattle, and of course with this win, the Packers are right behind them, one game back. So it is kind of to say that they're <laughs> completely out. They're not surprisingly they're not out. There's still a few games left, and with Washington, you know, seeing the Niners, that's an L. So, we'll see how everything works out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. But in all reality, I, I don't see it. Um, but who knows? Maybe maybe they do make it. Maybe they do actually make a, make a run, a playoff run. But I don't see it. If you're a Packer fan, you definitely got to be hanging it up at this point. Yeah, I don't know. You can you can say that, but you can never really count Aaron Rodgers out. Uh, you know, you just can't. You can't count him out, man. 
Like I know you can look at their record and how the receivers can't catch the ball a lot of times or you know, when they do get the ball, they can't beat that one guy to get further down the field, but I, you still can't count them out. Granted, if they do make it in, I, I definitely see them getting getting pushed out first round, but hey, if they happen to get to that, that point, I'd be fucking surprised. But like I said, they're they're not, you know, completely out of it just yet. I mean, twelve so. percent is out of it. Like I'm I'm just saying, if somebody said, you know, you had a twelve percent chance of anything, I mean, I feel like you got more chances of hitting on like a I don't know, like a seven leg parlay than you do the Packers making the playoff. Twelve percent is not a lot. And that was as of as of tonight, they had a twelve percent chance. So who who the fuck knows? Who really cares? So I don't, I feel like the Packers aren't really gonna do shit anyways. Um, and honestly, the the exciting games were yesterday and Saturday. Yeah, yeah, definitely from Saturday. Holy shit! Like I was I was not expecting those games to turn out the way they did. First game on Saturday, Vikings Colts. Now, that game started out just – it was crazy all around. First half, Vikings are down by 33 points. Nobody expected that to happen. But, unfortunately, in the National Football League, you have to play all 60 minutes. You have to play four quarters. And, and you know what? For a second there, I was like, man, maybe I should have bet on the fucking Colts. Glad I didn't. So I thought about it too. Did. Because yeah. damn, that shit fell apart real quick. Yeah, and but I, you know, we're not gonna act like that shit didn't look fixed either. I mean, you know, I'm just saying it looked like a fixed game. <laughs> did you notice how pissed off the ref looked? The the head ref looked like in the first half. Like it would be like a penalty, and he looks so mad. Vikings on his parlay. <laughs> yeah, he looks so mad. But in the second half, he looked like he cheered up. He was like, "Oh, thank God." Yeah, that <laughs> was pretty bad. That shit I'm was not gonna be bad. homeless. <laughs> that shit was pretty bad because I mean, honestly, thirty-three nothing. I know they didn't have Jonathan Taylor for most of that game. And they're not going to have him for the rest of the year, but I mean, damn, you know they could they could have ran a little more clock. And then I feel like with Matt Ryan being in that position before, you would have thought that he'd have brought it up. Like, look, I know you're new to coaching. If he'd have approached Saturday, like, I know you're new to coaching, but we need to run the fucking ball. Maybe kneel it a couple times, you know, anything to to get the clock going. But the fix was in, and uh, and and no shock that the that the Vikings broke the record. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up because you know Matt Ryan was definitely feeling himself going into that second half, and then um, you know feeling himself so much that he came up to me and was like, "Yo, give me a mic, give me a mic," and I'm like, "Yo, are you sure?" Because, you know, <laughs> he was asking for the mic. He was bad. 
I mean, you're part of a couple games that didn't turn out too well, where you started out pretty hot and then everything fizzled out, which I do feel bad for Matt Ryan being a QB of a record-holding, um, let's see, two record-holding comebacks, one in the Super Bowl, one in the in the regular season. Like, oh, man. Hell, That's- yeah, I know that. <laughs> I know the Hall of Fame voters are going to – someone's going to bring that shit up in the room. When they're voting for whether he should be in or not, they're going to be like, hey, you remember those two games, though? Like, do we really need someone in the Hall with that type of reputation and that on his record? Yeah, I, and like I said, he, he asked to be mic'd up. And he's – this is him. Asked for the mic. <laughs> yeah, like he was feeling himself, and I guess he forgot he was mic'd up. <laughs> So, this is him going going into the fourth quarter. Well, it was more like mid-fourth quarter when the Vikings were really coming back and he realized the Colts weren't doing shit. Like, he was happy they still had the lead, but then, same time, he just – something switched. So, here, here's, a, here's a bit of Matt Ryan. Oh shit! No. See, I am. I am so sorry, people. Why is he going to sound so feminine on the clip? See, he was scared. You know, he got a little scary. You know, he got to kick him while he's down. And, and and it's funny because even even like. Kirk Cousins kind of flagged me down after the game, too. Oh, shit. You got me shit me, man. Like, after hearing the whole Matt Ryan thing, you know, it just kind of puts you in this kind of emotional roller coaster. You're happy for the guy. You kind of feel bad for him. And you're just like, oh, man. But, yeah, Kirk, you know, started feeling himself again. they, They played the video on TV with him when he was in Washington. After that comeback win, and you know how he was looking at the reporter going, how you like that? And, uh, yeah, apparently he he uh, went to the studio after the game. Oh, man. <laughs> he wanted to show me that he had a new sound, you know, and, and I guess how you like that was, was, was the name of the song, which is how. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you got to peep this. It's definitely not something that I would expect from both Matt Ryan and Kirk Cousins. But here, here's a here's a little clip that he allowed me to play for for y'all. I guess enjoy whatever you think about it. I, you know, I'm I'm not here to discriminate. But here you go. Like I. T- And that's Kirk that you hear. Like, that's Kirk all the way. I feel like in the back, you can kind of hear, you like that? If you listen real closely, you can hear that you like that? Kirk Douglas. Like, uh, apparently, you know, that's that's no auto-tune, no nothing. That's straight up Kirk. Could not believe. That's crazy. That's crazy. And I said, Kirk, are you sure you want me to put that out? And this is what his response was. 
because I spit hot fire. Oh, there you go. I asked him why he wanted me to put it out. He said because he spits hot fire. So, well, I'm glad the mood was was good in in that locker room because I mean you know who really is going through it is Jeff Saturday. You know, to get to give that up and lose that type of game as a Saturday on a Saturday was, you know, particularly disheartening for him. So he was actually on, on some other shit. People didn't really know what to make out of the press conference. I don't know if you heard the when he was mic'd up. Uh, the these questions didn't make it to the NFL Network or any or ESPN or anything like that, but we actually have footage of when they asked him, you know, how does he feel after blowing that lead as a Saturday on a Hold Saturday? Up. Hold up. Are you saying that this is a Talk the Walk exclusive? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was one of those questions. And, you know, this is before all the other camera people came in. They just asked him how he was doing. He was just kind of out of it. But but this this is this is what we got from him. And <laughs> I see, I see you still have problems with your intern. Yo, I swear, I swear, yo, you know, you yeah, one intern last week and switched it up, had a new one, and this motherfucker's fucking up as well. Yo. <laughs> I swear. I fucking told get... you, yo. I told you before we even started. I said, make sure that motherfucker make sure that motherfucker knows how to work the fucking computer. <laughs> Here we go again with the fucking interns. <laughs> Anyways. Fucking interns, man. <laughs> Every time, every time. Give I got Hold on, I gotta take the the laptop from the sound guy, and uh, I'll play it. I'll play, play it my damn self. All right. <laughs> so this is the fucking. Hey, <laughs> ask him how the fuck he's feeling. I'm mad that it's only on the exclusive that shit like this happens. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. You gotta get together now. Yeah. Ask you several questions. How do you feel? Uh, well, sir, uh, I feel like a, like a slice of butter melting on top of a big old pile of flapjacks. <laughs> so now that we finally got that clip out that was Jeff Saturday no other way to really answer I don't really know how to take that answer but that's kind of how he was feeling and so ownership is getting a little worried because they're wondering you know is he going to stick around are they going to have to look for a real coach because I mean at this point it's looking like Saturday's not a real coach 
But then again, this isn't really a real team, so I do feel like he kind of got shortchanged. It sounded like he's on some edibles or something. Because <laughs> that man, we might be, if he stays on that shit, we might be seeing Fat Jeff Saturday before we know it. <laughs> But moving on, we do we did have a good a good game between the Dolphins and Bills Saturday night. And the game was a lot closer than I thought it was was gonna be. Everyone was talking about how Tua can't play in the snow or play play in cold weather. His response was, Well it snows in Alabama. Like, motherfucker, really? That's your response? <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it was came out. <clears throat> it was yeah, pretty crazy that that whole game. But but I did want to say, and I mean the listeners know that we did call that shit a couple weeks ago, and I found it kind of interesting that all of a sudden now they have snow plows in the stadium. Where the fuck were these snow plows when they were moving the game to Detroit? Like, that's my only question. Where were these snow plows and all of a sudden they got snow shovels and shit, but they didn't have that shit a couple weeks ago when they had to move the game to Detroit. Right, and you saw, they even showed them clearing the field. Like, they had it all covered off, so they cleared off a certain amount of snow, and then they unrolled the tarps and everything, and this, look at that shit. Green field underneath. Like, right. damn, right. you could do that shit before? Because I, I think the way they looked at it was, all right, this is uh, before it was like, all right, we got, what, like, three to six feet of snow, whatever the fuck it was. And they obviously didn't clear off the seats because you saw those snowballs flying the whole game. Yeah. You know, until they <laughs> decided to. Tell them to stop. <laughs> press, <laughs> press pause. The fuck? You know, the shit that I didn't understand is it's not even like they were throwing, like, ignorant snowballs. Like, I don't know if you remember the game. I think it was the Giants and the Chargers a long time ago, back in the 1900s, they played. And there was, of course, there was snow. But what they were doing and and this is in the Meadowlands before the new stadium, they were packing the snow, like, you know, making those ice snowballs. And uh, I think they broke, like, one of the cameraman's nose. Like, somebody was out there just launching them and hit the cameraman in the face, broke his nose. He still played Damn. through it because this before the blue tent. Like, back then, you just, you just had to keep going. They didn't give a fuck about CTE back then. They had no blue tent for cameramen. But, yeah, he, they rocked his shit. And, uh, and of course, they had to stop that game. They were throwing, like, regular snowballs when they stopped the game. Like, that shit didn't make any sense to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. If you don't want fans to throw snowballs, maybe you should have cleared the seats off. You ignorant motherfuckers! <laughs> like, <laughs> it definitely looked like it definitely looked like they were like, "All right, we got the field clear." <laughs> he looked at the guy like, "I mean, what about the seat? Man, fuck the seats! <laughs> They'll fuck be all right, right? Fuck those steps! They'll be all right." 
It's Bill's Mafia. We don't got to clean the seats off of these motherfuckers. <laughs> and that win over the over the Dolphins, yeah, that's a third straight loss for the Dolphins. That went over them, put them in first place officially. So, yeah. I do want to talk about something that I have been mentioning the past few weeks with Jalen Hurts. The Eagles beat the Bears 25-20, to 20, but you saw Jalen Hurts go down with a shoulder injury, and they're saying he's questionable against Dallas this coming weekend. And this is the shoulder sprain. Right. And this is the argument I was making on Hertz was that you have skill players on your team that can do what, what you can do as in running with the ball and you choose to run with the ball. You finally paid the price for running with the ball. You've already proved that you can you can pass, you know, you can now you got good receivers when you throw it to them. It's not like Aaron Rodgers situation where you throw it to them, they may or may not catch the ball. A good percentage of the time they're catching the ball. But, you know, when you when you rely on your legs a little too much, you know, you're liable to get fucked up. And that actually happened. So yeah, yeah, man, I'm it, sure Justin Fields on the other side was like, hey, man, I know what it's like. That man, that man passed 1,000 a, a yards last week rushing. And yeah. so, yeah, it's – I mean, it's one of those things. I think, I think though, at least in, you know, in his case, he did get lucky in the sense that it's just a sprain. Um, me personally, if I was a coach or the owner, I wouldn't play him in the next game regardless of his situation because it's not really a must win. Like I know you don't you don't necessarily want to go out there with Gardner Minshew against Dallas, but in all reality, um, I think they're like what one one or two game one or two wins away from clinching. So like home field. So I I don't necessarily think it's necessary for him to go out there and play that game, and it looks like it's only going to be one week that he's going to miss. So. It's not necessarily going to affect the Eagles, but if you have them on your fantasy team, yeah, that definitely affects you. Perfect timing for the injury for fantasy purposes. How the fuck you go down week 16? That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I think they if they win this next game, they clinch uh, the first round by. But they got to win. And, of course, other teams have to – not win like the Vikings or the Niners, whoever's whoever's high up. The in Niners those. are definitely not. <laughs> well, the Niners, Niners are still the Niners are, are. If if the Vikings happen to drop one, then the Niners are kind of in contention for that second seat. Oh, so, okay, but the home field. I'm pretty no. sure no, the Niners have home 14, field. They one one home field game because they they won the West. So yeah. I think the only game. one that can catch them would be the Vikings and they're two games behind them and they got the tiebreaker because the Eagles did beat the Vikings. So I mean, Yeah, what I'm, I'm saying is they would have to lose out and the Niners would have to win out for, for that to happen. But the the Eagles would have to legitimately lose out and the Vikings would have to drop 
like a game or two to for the Niners to get all the way up there. But the the main the main thing would be. I mean, the Niners are only one game back. the The Vikings are eleven and three, so they could make the two seed. I can see that yeah. happening. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, but yeah, as far as reaching the number one seed, they clinched that number one spot with another win. So that's right. all I'll say. Right, but, but um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things though. If you know, there was a run like one where he scored a touchdown where the middle just opens up. And so it's like, I mean, if you can run, run. Like, it is what it is. That's just how it is. That's how quarterbacking is these days. I mean, you see Josh Allen just throwing himself all over the place, not even giving a fuck. And so it's one of them things. I think I think that he's still MVP, and I think if he finishes out the year, he's def- most likely going to be the MVP of the league, um, which is pretty wild, you know, considering – considering it's like a one-year turnaround from last year to this year, and he's already in MVP talks. That's wild. Right. But, yeah, so. I mean, it was one of them things. I saw the I, – I was watching the game as a, as, a cowboy, as a Cowboy fan. It was like, oh, shit, the Bears are possibly going to beat the Eagles, you know, because they had just scored. They took a lead. Then the Cowboys yeah. were beating the Jaguars, and I was like, oh, shit, it is going down. And then reality hit real quick. Yeah, yeah <laughs> reality came out and smacked the shit out of Dallas. <laughs> yeah, shit. <Shadette. laughs> what the fuck? What a, talk about crumbling. And you know what? That I think that came down to literally – it came down to play calling at the very end. Like, Dallas had the chance to make the Jags waste their final timeouts and decide to throw the ball on third and ten. Now, you go for it. Let's say you run the ball on third and ten and make them waste that final timeout and then throw it on fourth down or whatever. I don't. I forget what the field position was. But at least make them waste that final timeout because that, that final timeout proved to be crucial in the tying up the game. And then, of course, you know how overtime went. Pick six and yeah, I mean it's one of it's one of those things where I'm watching. I'm like, damn, I didn't realize how important Anthony Brown was. Like, I know when he went down for the year, like what, three games ago, I didn't think. I'm like, oh yeah, they'll just plug somebody else in there and it'll be just fine. And it's proving to not be the case. Like, it, it maybe he was more important than than people thought. And so him going down, you could tell the defense is giving up a rack of fucking points. That's why I don't necessarily focus too much on the if they would have used a timeout, if this. When you give up 40 fucking points, 40 fucking points, like you don't really deserve to win the game. Like obviously you didn't have any intention on winning that game to begin with. So it started with the defense. Uh, and then, of course, the interception, it bounced off Noah Brown's bum ass. And then motherfuckers wonder why Dallas keeps looking at Beckham. Not not to say that that wouldn't happen, but, I I mean, I couldn't see Beckham dropping some shit like that. And that's a position he would be in. He would be in the third, the wide receiver three behind Gallup and, and Lamb. But that's beside the point. They're saying that Beckham's four to six weeks out, which is wild. <laughs> Which I don't know if you heard. Did you hear that? That he's four to six weeks? That was like the latest timeline. Yeah. yeah. 
What, that's what insane. <laughs> that's thought, literally like, hey, show up for the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, that's it. I thought they would have – I thought T.Y. Hilton would have been active this game. I did too, but – who the who the fuck knows? Maybe he's injured for the next four to six. That seems to be a running theme these days. But yeah. hey, they just signed him to to, to shove it in Beckham's face. Like, <laughs> see, we, we would have signed you if you were honest with us. Well, but I mean, Jerry was willing to do both. Like he was going to sign them both. You know, and then and then the timeline came out four to six, and it's like, damn, what the fuck? Do you not own a hyperbaric chamber? Like, buy a hyperbaric chamber. <laughs> like, fucking up. sleep in that shit. Hell like, yeah. If I was in that situation, <laughs> shit, whole house converted into a chamber. Right, Just like, how? Pumping through the house. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you gotta really, it, it makes you wonder, it makes you wonder, like, how bad was this injury? Because... The timeline as of now is is almost going to be from Super Bowl to Super Bowl. That's like, you know, because he went down in the Super Bowl of last season, and then according to the timeline now, he's he's he, he would be scheduled to come back around the Super Bowl of this season. So this motherfucker had a three sixty five injury. So then then you start thinking, well, shit, this man had an Alex Smith. Like no, fucking Brian Robinson got that's shot. Not, he got fucking shot fair. and he was back on the field. That's not fair. Alex Smith, like, come on, that's not fair. So he got the Joe Theismann. Like, what the fuck? Four to that six. Man, I'm died. <laughs> but no, it's like, yeah, because the normal ACL time is like six to nine months. So. If he stayed on top of what he was supposed to do, but again, like that, he had had a tear in that same knee before. But I mean, it just brings me around to the same point I've been saying. Like, dude, you're you cannot seriously be demanding a certain amount of money, and your turnaround time is is just it's not what it yeah. you know it's not what it um. What other people? I'm a grand. Everyone's different. Yeah, I get that. But it's your second time injuring that knee, and you're you're in a you play a position where you have to make cuts and all that shit, and put a lot of stress on on that knee. So, for you to come in and try to demand a certain amount of money, I think it was like sixty five k or something, sixty five and a half, whatever Michael Gallup's deal was. Yeah, it definitely wasn't sixty five k. That's like regular sixty two k. I think it was. Sixty five thousand dollars. But <laughs> yeah, no, I this my thing with him is, I mean, is it is it time to retire? Because if it takes you twelve months to get over an ACL, then you probably have CTE of the knee. Like this should sound serious. This should sound like some shit that should end your career. Because it just should not take that long. Like, it, it doesn't make sense for it to take that long. Maybe he should retire. Maybe he has CTE of the knee. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. No, and I, I did find it funny. Like, you had mentioned something where OBJ said something about, yeah, fuck it. I'll just wait till next year. Like, I'll wait till next year, regular season. And I was just thinking, like, 
Motherfucker, you don't have a choice. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants you right now. Like, maybe next year. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you're saying that shit like you got a choice. Yeah, fuck this. I'll just wait till next year. Is anybody calling your phone right now? Because if they are, tell me. Let me know. I'm telling you, four to six, you got like 14 teams that you can go to. And it's going to be less than that, you know, when, when it, after the first, after the first round. And like, that's assuming that you come back wild card weekend. So I don't know. That, that's pretty wild. But, um, but at least, hey, with, I feel like a lot of it is what it is has been going on with Dallas. Like last week, it was a win is a win. And this week, a clinch is a clinch. So it <laughs> doesn't matter how it happens. They still clinch the playoff berth, so that's official. And um, and then we'll we'll see. We'll see what, what happens from now until then. Because oh, that yeah. game, that game <laughs> against the Jaguars, I mean, if you're a Jaguar fan, you got a lot to be excited about. You know, you got Trevor Lawrence actually looking like the quarterback he was supposed to be. So there's a there's a lot to look forward to. I mean, Etienne's not necessarily looking like the running back that you, you know, you're hoping he would be. I feel like he fumbles a lot and he's frail. But that team's starting to take shape. They're starting to look like they're going to be a contender here soon, especially in that weak-ass division. Yeah, definitely are. And not to mention, you still got Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. Like, you, their their team is. And they're going to have Ridley next year. Like, assuming Ridley didn't gamble on any teams this year, you know, they, they'll have Ridley <laughs> next season. <laughs> but I just to, assume to he back, doesn't uh, have parlays because I'm pretty sure he has parlays. To, to bring it back on Michael Gallup, it was an actual. It was actually. Sixty-two and a half million over five years is what his contract is. All right, it's just when you said sixty-five k, I was thinking that motherfucker is not making sixty-five thousand dollars. Realize I said sixty-five k. I mean, you should have known better. NFL starter sixty-five k. I mean, rookies aren't even making that little. So. Oh, man. <laughs> But yeah, but there were there were other games. I think it's funny that you skipped past the Saturday game with the Ravens. Like <laughs> that was such a whack ass game. Yeah, that's like, the reason why I skipped over it. <laughs> Deshaun Watson. It like mas- <laughs> yeah, no, it looks like Massage Watson is not gonna be, you know, maybe he's not gonna bounce back this year. Maybe next season's gonna be when we see shades of the old Watson. And if the Ravens don't pay Lamar after that performance from Huntley, I just don't think I don't I don't I don't think he'll ever get paid. If they don't if they didn't watch Huntley and say, What the fuck is this? Like, did you Wait, see we, Huntley in that game? Did you see the yeah. Raven offense in that game? Yeah. The only person that did any good was fucking J.K. Dobbins. Right. Right. That was about it. Maybe you got a little bit of Gus Edwards, but that was that was pretty much it. Like when you are a quarterback and you can't get it to one of the best players on the team, Mark Andrews, that's that's it's a bit of a problem. 
But to say that, like, we did see a little bit of the old Deshaun. He didn't throw any picks, and he did run for 22 yards. And there was, you know, a couple first downs where I was like, oh, shit. Like, for for a defense that, that goes up against Lamar in practice, you'd think that they'd never see a middle quarterback before. Right. But, yeah, his numbers weren't too great, but, like I said, he protected the ball a little bit better. You know, uh, and again, you, you start seeing that he does have have a running game. Nick Chubb almost hit 100 yards, and they did bring Brissett in for that quarterback sneak. But yeah, yeah. I know Brissett's like, but, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure he's just glad to see the field right now. <laughs> but yeah, like going back to Hundley, like if y'all don't pay this man. Like, I get it. Fucking Baltimore is not known for paying their players, but it's – we're getting in that day and age where you better start doing that shit because yeah. the last thing you want is to Lamar – for Lamar to go to one of your rivals and dice your ass up. I mean, there were there were a lot of fans, like a lot of Raven fans in this area that were Huntley truthers that just swore that they'd rather have Huntley and be able to sign a couple of other, you know, a couple of other free agents and have more money for other contracts than to pay Lamar. Like there were actually people that believe that. And it's kind of mind blowing because Lamar is that type of quarterback where he can make an offense that has literally no weapons. You got Andrews, and that's about it. And just make them a contender. Like, they, you know, people actually could see them beating the Chiefs and beating those, those other teams like the Bills. But without him, they are a trash team. <laughs> They're like a I mean, match above the Texans. I think that's just Baltimore fans in general. And I'm not just saying people in Baltimore. I'm just talking about just Ravens fans in general. Like, we're talking about a fan base that – Every loss that they get, it's whether it's Lamar's fault or not, it's on Lamar. And I, I guess maybe it's the ones that I just come across that are just fair with their fans. It's either on Lamar or Fire Har- Harbaugh. It's one of the two. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, and you want to? He wants to get paid X amount of money. Yeah. Do you blame him? Right, because which reminds me. Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> no. that you got somebody. Did Did you have somebody mic'd up? No, I don't. Have no, I don't have anybody mic'd up. But no, when you were saying that Harbaugh, a lot, a lot of people call for Harbaugh's job anytime the Ravens lose. And I don't. I was going to ask you. I don't know if you've heard, but some people are saying that Belichick is coaching for his job. Do you think that's a possibility? Oh, man. <laughs> See, that's – I don't think that's a possibility. You would be – I mean, unless he just decides to retire afterwards, then it's like, oh, we need to find a replacement for him. But for them to be like, you're fired to Belichick? Yeah, that's insane. That's insanity. You're out of your fucking mind. Look <laughs> who you have at quarterback and look at your team now. 
The that defense is still, still pretty good. Like, uh, you're you're fucking nuts if you think I'm, that Belichick <laughs> is like. I mean, it's one of those things where if he does get fired, he's getting hired right away. As long as he's not, as long as he doesn't walk away from the game, he's definitely getting a job right. Kind of like how Andy Reid got a job right away when the, when the Eagles let him go. Same thing with with uh, Belichick. If they let him go, he will get a job right away, one hundred percent. Because I mean, <laughs> you look at the Patriots and you want even in that game, like you know, he didn't call that play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we almost saw something similar tonight with with the lateral. I don't know if you saw that in the game tonight. They picked off Baker, and instead of tackling, dude grabs his uh, shirt, not even his jersey, his, his undershirt, and starts swinging him around. And instead of going to the ground, this dude tries to pitch it off. <laughs> I'm like, didn't you learn anything from the past game yesterday? Yeah, I am glad you brought that game up. That's been my favorite highlight of the week. <laughs> that's, that's probably one of the best looking highlights, and I do feel like the Jones to Jones just makes it. Like the Chandler Jones to Mac Jones. Just makes the whole oh, thing God. because it's almost like you saw it happening. And if there's ever a time to fake an injury, to fall and grab your knee, grab your ankle, anything, anything to avoid trying to tackle Chandler Jones, that, that was the moment. That was the moment to do that shit. That and- man got stiff armed. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I thought the most disrespectful stiff arm belonged to uh to what happened to Russell Wilson. I believe it was last week. Or when, yeah. when, they, when they played the Chiefs. Yeah, he went down <laughs> right on the right. face. I thought that was the most disrespectful. And then Mac Jones was like, No, hold my beer. Let me show you the worst. <laughs> <laughs> And it's fucked up because Mac Jones was actually mic'd up that game. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Uh, and I know what you guys are thinking. Oh, I didn't hear anything mic'd up. That's because y'all don't have the Todd the Walk exclusive <laughs> mic'd up <Walk> helmets. Exclusive. <laughs> All right. We got our own special helmets that the players wear. Y'all don't. That's why y'all don't be getting these takes. On the NFL Network. had no idea he was mic'd up. No idea he was mic'd up. Here was actually him on the the ground after getting stiff-armed and uh, pretty much the end of the ball game. Here's Mac Jones. See. I gotta I I really gotta start reminding these motherfuckers that they're wearing our gear. 
Like, I've really got to start reminding them because, man, they, I just be catching them at vulnerable times. They don't be knowing. <laughs> they don't be knowing. You know, that reminds me, speaking of exclusive takes, I do believe that the, the, the tie game of the week last week that we called the Commies and the Giants was actually going to be a tie if the refs didn't fix that game. If the NFL didn't call in the fix, that was definitely going to be a tie. Those parlays, those tie parlays, would have they would have cashed out. Yeah, that that was definitely another ref ref um, betting on the game parlay game. Because man, first of all, the touchdown they got caught back because McLaurin was they say it was off the line. He was off the line by like a yard. But you see him try to talk to the ref. Right. Like, like he looks at the ref. <laughs> you see, because you usually see, if you pay attention to the, to the were talked about it during the game, how they'll point at the pretty much like, hey, am I at the right spot? The ref, as soon as they hide the ball, pulled that flag out. No hesitation. Yeah. No hesitation. Closest to McLaurin. And I was like, you got to be shitting me, man. And that's after he told him. You know he told No, you're good. You're good right there. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah no, no, no problem. You're good it. right there. Yeah. Bam, flag. Yeah. Flag yep. is that. Instantly. Instantly. <laughs> I don't even think Heineke had the ball in his hands yet, and he threw the flag out. I was like, you got to yeah. shit me. And then the last play of the game, that was such an obvious pass interference. Hell, yeah. Like, the man was holding his arms down, like, and they don't <laughs> call it. Like, I get that you want a yeah, division game, you want teams to play, but there's certain plays that have to be called. And that shit was just – that was Now bad. when it's fixed, when, when, the, when the fix is in, you know when the fix is in. Like, I feel like all of a sudden these phantom flags show up. And I was waiting for holding on number 76. I was waiting for it. But instead – of course, you know, they heard the pod. They, oh, shit, holding, they're on to us, so let's switch it. So then that's why they did the McLaurin penalty because yeah, they actually, were going to do the holding on 76. It did come. It was in a different game. I forget exactly what game it was, but I was like, oh, shit. How is that another 76? And I, <laughs> I, I think it was like the Colts game or something like that. And I was like, oh, shit, Colts are losing this game today. <laughs> sure shit that's you know what <laughs> you know what one of those uh another one of those scary you know almost parlay buster games was the chiefs texans and some might yes. think that maybe the texans are not that bad like they almost beat dallas last week they almost beat the chiefs this week I mean, is there something there? Is there something there to be excited for as a Texans fan? Yeah, I think there is. I, I definitely think there is. Because they, I mean. I mean, the Chiefs needed they, overtime. They needed overtime to win that game. Right. And I'm surprised they had Davis Mills in there. Like, Driscoll was in for most of the game for against Dallas, wasn't he? Um, I don't fucking know. He was whoever was in there was trash. 
I'm pretty sure it was Driscoll. <laughs> it was no. Driscoll. Or was it, it, it Mills? It was Mills. It was Mills. But Driscoll had a couple of good uh, good throws. He did have a, a touchdown in that game. But, but yeah, I think once they figure out what the hell they're doing with the quarterback and that person can actually get reps, then they do – they are showing upside. Like you said, they had to take it to overtime to win the game. Yeah. I don't know if it's because certain players aren't um, aren't necessarily playing full games because they know they're they're already in the playoffs, so they don't want anybody to get hurt. And pretty much the Texans have nothing to lose. They already know they're getting the number one pick. So, yeah, they can literally win out and still get the number one pick. Yeah, I don't know. That could I mean, be I think it. It, I think teams are taking them lightly, but. I mean, I, I do think their defense is playing a lot better. And, you know, considering that they – I mean, they really don't have anything on offense because, you know, they lost Pierce for the next, what, three three weeks? I mean, he was struggling the, towards the end anyways, but, you know, that was like the one bright spot on offense. And with him not in there, they're somehow staying in these games. It's pretty crazy. I got a feeling they might have another win in their future. Just saying. They might yeah, end I mean, up with two wins instead of one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Chris Moore had a pretty good game against Dallas. Could be wrong. But, but yeah, they do have some kind of upsides. But, I don't know. I think, yeah, yeah Chris Moore had – he didn't have a touchdown against Dallas. Amari Rodgers did. But he did have over, over 120 yards. So they do have some upsides, but then I think like next year the Raiders are going to be a lot better than they are this year. And yeah, uh, who else? Who else is doing shitty this year that that's showing upsides? Do you think the Broncos are going to do any any kind of damage next year? I don't know. That shit's tough because I mean I think if maybe. You know, maybe Russell Wilson was injured this year and that's what the problem was. Who the fuck really knows? Uh, I know that next year they'll have Javante again. And so they'll have, you know, they'll have a really good running back. Not that Murray's having a, you know, Latavius Murray's playing well, but he's not, you know, he's not their star running back. So they'll have their running back back. But that division's really tough. It's hard to say. I don't know. That division's tough. And so I think they're going to be circling the toilet bowl next year too. But, <laughs> but who knows? Maybe maybe they get their shit together. But you know, low key, the the game of the week was the Lions Jets game. Not sure if you've seen that. Uh, of course, a lot of people are blaming Salah for not calling a timeout at the end, and this and that, and. He let too much time come off and this, whatever. But, um, and they're wondering is it going to be Mike White or is it going to be Zach Wilson? Right. Zach Wilson threw for 300 plus yards. TT. He didn't have a bad game. One pick. Garrett Wilson almost had 100 yards. Yeah. And he wasn't the one, the only one close to 100 yards. So he was spreading the ball around. Yeah, he, it's no, they were pretty interesting. good. You know, Mike White, he better hop in that chamber. 
before Zach Wilson has another good game. But I think that was the I guess the whole thing about him starting Zach Wilson this week was that I guess Flacco was like, I'm not fucking playing, man. I don't feel like playing. I just want to play. I like my ribs. And um, and Zach Wilson's actually been doing good in practice. So he was like, all right, you're you're finally starting to show improvement, starting to fucking put the work in, show why you were a first-round pick. And, yeah, that was kind of the outcome. And, you know, not like they did it against a bum team. Now the record shows something different, but still, I mean, their their playoff hopes are are not completely dead. So we'll see how um how that's gonna turn out. That's another team that's gonna like next year if they continue on their shit, and we'll see how the Lions are next year. Oh yeah, the Lions are gonna be real good next year, I think. Um, we'll see who I'm they definitely. draft with their top five pick, but they're definitely gonna be great next year. I. That's probably going to be one of those squads. Yeah, I'm definitely curious in how them and and the Steelers, I'm curious in how they're going to do next year. They did get a win. It was against the Panthers. But, you know. And the Jets, too. The Jets have a lot of – the Jets are a good team. I mean, they have a good defense. They have a lot to be excited for. Um. They just I don't know, their their offense is still a couple of pieces a couple of pieces out. But maybe not a couple, maybe just offensive line. Because they got the running back in Breeze. They got Garrett Wilson. Like they have a lot of weapons. They got a quarterback carousel that they can, you know, plug in whoever and it kind of you don't see a big difference either way. But yeah, I, I think they're I think I don't know, I think they're trending in the right direction. But that's actually one of the teams that's going to be playing on Thursday. I'm not sure if you're aware of the Jaguars and the Jets is the Thursday mm-hmm. night game. Yeah. How, how do you, who do you have there? The Jets. Because fuck the Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured that was going to be your answer. I got to hate on the Jaguars at least for one week. <laughs> After this week, I'll be back on. Now the Jaguars are the team of the future. But for now, fuck the Jaguars, man. Shit. No, I, I think the Jets match up really well. I think they have a really good defense. Um, and so I think they could take certain things away from the Jaguars. But the Jaguars are good and Trevor's good. So I don't know. Sauce can't cover everybody. Yeah, before we get started on on I guess continue on a Thursday night game or whatever the potential is going to come out of that game. Desmond Ritter had his first start against the Saints, and it was ugly. (laughs) I mean, final score-wise, it wasn't bad. It it wasn't that bad. They only lost by three. Yeah, because they were rushing the ball. <laughs> I, I mean, mean when you <laughs> when you got one running back for a hundred and almost one hundred and forty yards in a TD, averaging eight point two yards a carry, and then you got uh, Patterson at fifty two yards. Like, yeah, Desmond Ritter, he had to do some running, but. 
Shit. His passing yards were not impressive at all. Not I mean, I think all. there's a, I think there's a reason why they waited until week 15 to break him out, and that's most likely why. They were like, man, the world is not ready to see this motherfucker here. Let's let him get it. Let's let our fans get a dose of Mariota first. I'm, and I'm then sprinkle Ritter in there. What is going on on the other side? Where and the Saints? Like, what are you really doing with Taysom Hill? Like, can you <laughs> figure <surreal>. out <laughs> what the fuck you want to do with him? It's it's very confusing. Because he'll have weeks where he's throwing a touchdown, he's scoring, and then he has weeks where he doesn't do shit. It's almost like he called out of work, had COVID. And yeah, so he threw a touchdown, went 100%, two for yeah. two, 80 yards, almost almost the same amount of yards as Desmond Ritter. <laughs> so only Ritter <laughs> had about 100 times more attempts. <laughs> But I think they do have to figure that shit out. Like I'm sure Andy Dalton's like, man, you gonna bring this motherfucker in again at QB? Right. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, make up your mind what you want this man to do. Like he's a Swiss Army knife. I get it, but shit, I'm the QB here, motherfucker. Shit's <laughs> 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 just it's just wild what they're doing. This, this is wild what they're doing in that division as a whole. Like, right, I was about to say, in that division, there's really not much that you can't get away with. Like, you could have a quarterback committee and nobody would question it. It's almost like they have one coach coaching all four teams in that division. Right. Just experimenting shit. Right. And Tom Brady is the only one that is the, the steady quarterback for their team. Because, I mean, you look at the QB carousel in, the, in in Carolina, the Saints can't figure shit out. They the can't figure out if they want to put Andy Dalton in there or Taysom Hill or whoever the fuck's there. And the Falcons, you know, finally figured out why, why the Titans fucking sat down Mariota. So... Like, yeah, the Bucks are the only team in that division that have, at least for this year, who knows how next year is going to look, a steady QB at, you know, at that position. Just one person. I, I, I do feel like this is probably the one year where Tom Brady does not want to make the playoffs, where he's like, man, fuck this shit. I'm trying to have an early vacation. You know, the team's not the same. He probably can't wait to trade away Evans and see if he could bring a weapon in or if he's going to join the Fox News team, like, you know, the broadcasting booth. Who He doesn't really know what he's going to do, but I feel like he's trying to lose so that he doesn't make the playoffs, and the other teams keep losing. <laughs> like, the Bucks are 6-8, and eight, and they're still first in the division. <laughs> because they'll and lose lost. to the Bengals. Right, they'll lose to the Bengals, but then the other teams lose too. So it's like shit. They they're still number one. And the Bucks are still the favorites to win that division, even with Tom Brady, you know, willingly lose losing games. Like just can't wait to start his vacation. I'm waiting for him to say that shit at the press conference. Like I've been trying to lose these past few weeks. But everyone else in the division obviously can't lose even when they're trying, 
uh, right. win even when they're trying. Just doesn't make any sense. Right, they're all going to be in the same draft order. Like whenever it's draft time, they're all going to be like right after each other <laughs> on the draft board because they're all there. I mean, there's definitely a losing record. Whoever wins that division is definitely going to have a losing record and is going to host a game most likely to the Cowboys. Like it, it looks like they're going to be the four seed. Dallas looks like they're going to be the five seed. So it's going to be the Cowboys and whoever comes out of this shit show of a division. Yeah, it's just it's so crazy. That shit is so crazy the way that shit's working out. Like, can you imagine them being in the playoffs being like six and eleven? That is a real hosting a game, like seriously hosting a playoff game. Yeah, and most likely it's gonna be against somebody in in the NFC East. It's just a matter of if it's gonna be Dallas Giants or the Commanders. I mean, it's gonna be the Cowboys. Like Dallas got the five locked up. Even with the loss, the five is still locked up. Now, the fucked up part is Dallas goes to Tampa and loses. (laughs) (laughs) That would be fucked up. That is (laughs) the fucked up part because Tom Brady, Thomas Brady is undefeated against the Cowboys. So we're not even really going to get into that. (laughs) We don't need to get into that. Like and now the Bucks hosting their first playoff game with a six and eleven record. <laughs> That's just that terrible. That would be crazy if they get out of the first round. I'll, I'll I'd be tripping. And then now, pretty bad. yeah, but shit, we'll see. We will see how everything works out. I, I'm still putting it on Carolina to win that division. <laughs> I mean, there's no wrong answer. They're all within a game. Like, there is no wrong answer. They're just all fucking trash. I, You know, it, it is what it is. One of them have to win. So, and, and it could, it really could be anybody. So that's, you know, that it is what it is there. It's more so who's going to be that last wild card spot. Is it going to be the Lions? I think that's where the, where the in, the interesting games come in, you know, because you don't really you don't really know you don't really know who's going to be there, but uh, it's an interesting time of year though. It's week sixteen coming up, which is second week of the playoffs, the fantasy football playoffs, and so if your ass isn't eliminated <laughs> this week, then you have one more game left. Or well, you know, you you live to play another game. And as far as significant injuries, the only real new ones is Jonathan Taylor and uh, Jalen Hurts. That's really the only ones that I could think of that happened on Sunday of significant players that would be missing time. Well, that's if Jalen Hurts misses some time. I think he's questionable. And, yeah, I am curious to see if, if he does actually try to play against Dallas. Probably wouldn't they, be a good idea. And they said he could miss the next two games. So I'm pretty sure he's trying to enjoy his Christmas. So he's probably gonna be like, yeah, my shoulder is fucked up. But I tell you what, since I can't play, I'm going to stay home. 
Y'all go ahead. Merry Christmas. Right. Gardner yes. Minshew. Gardner Minshew's been dying to play. But yeah, it's uh, we'll see what happens with the Eagles going forward. They're a good team, though. Like I don't think that, you know, I don't think that with Gardner they're guaranteed to lose two games. I think they can pull out at least one of them. You know, they yeah. still have a really good defense. They still have a they still have a lot of weapons on offense. I mean, when you have a receiver like AJ Brown that could just moss people, you know, you have the ability to you know put any quarterback in there really. Yeah, we'll see, but that time will come soon, soon enough. But we will see the see you guys after the Thursday night game, Jags versus the Jets. Until then, it's been Talked About Podcast. Catch us anywhere you get your podcasts. Send us an email at talkedaboutpodcast at gmail.com. Check out the IG. Check out some of the memes. They're created by yours truly, us here on the podcast. So check us out. Leave a message, comments, questions, reviews, like, hate, whatever. Don't care. <laughs> Talk your shit. For Interact real. with the motherfucker. Let but a motherfucker know. Till then. Peace, motherfuckers. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>